how's it? How's it going, Matt? <laughs> this is my regular voice. Ah, hello, Tanner. This is my speaking voice. Mm-hmm. It sounds the same. Uh, I saw a TikTok. Well, me and Tanner both saw a TikTok about speaking with your real voice. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna sound really good this time. Yeah, I bet I sound like velvet. Uh, uh, I sound like Velma. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 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 Isn't mm-hmm. there a new? There's a new Velma movie coming out. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She's, Is it Velma or Daphne? I always get that. It's oh, that. It's been revealed that Velma's been gay the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, Aaron, you're double not actually supposed to be here. Because not, <laughs> not only is this the, the, the pre-guest banter portion, an integral part to this podcast, uh, you're also not the guest. <laughs> okay, I'll cut it out. Yeah, cut it out. No, don't cut it out. Um, okay, what's up? How are you doing? Good. So you get to watch Velma? I uh, sure. There's also, you know what I'm really excited for is the Wednesday Adams show. That looks great. You think it'll be good? I don't know. Is it directed by Rob Zombie? I wish. It's directed it's... by Tim Burton. Tim Burton? Which is also good. Is it? Did you finish The Monsters, directed by Rob Zombie? No, I didn't finish The Monsters, directed by Rob Zombie. I mean, I, got, I think I got like 35 minutes in. I kept waiting that's for... That's like exactly where we stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's the natural stopping point. Yeah. I kept waiting for, what's his name, Dr. Satan to show up and start injecting all the characters with needles. Isn't that the character from House of a Thousand Corpses? Oh, is his name Dr. Satan? Is he me? Maybe he's just know. Mr. Satan. That's I don't know. from Dragon Ball Z. Mr. Yeah, Satan. <laughs> that's not the same guy. Okay. Hi. Um... Well, this is Scary Movie Sleepover, uh, where we make our friends watch the movies that scared them as children. I'm Tanner. Matt. And today, we have Charlie Mihalik. Hello. Hi, Hi Charlie. Hey. How's it going? It's good. Dead. How you doing? Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having um, me. <laughs> do, you like, do you like to watch a scary movie, Charlie? I do. Okay. Yeah, I really like scary movies. You're a brave boy. Yes, I'm a brave boy. Nice. We were both just raving about Smile while Tanner covered his yeah, ears because he hasn't seen it yet. I was getting his water, and I don't know if y'all noticed, I was really shaking the ice in those glasses because I didn't want to hear any. And I know you're like, this is we're doing a spoiler-free discussion. We're talking about how much we loved like the cinematography or something. I say, that's a spoiler. Everything is a spoiler. Any information. All I'll say <laughs> is there's been it's been a great month for horror movies. Smile <laughs> and Barbarian in the same month. Yeah. Both yeah. great for different reasons. Yeah, two of my favorites yeah, for sure. Loved them both. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if I tell you when I told you I really liked Smile, you think that's a spoiler? It's a bit of one. Yeah. It's a bit of one. I don't. I, I get I, the logic. Yeah. But I do. I'm fine. I'm fine knowing how much people liked it. But mm-hmm. it is. It then does, you know, uh, affect your viewing of the movie. You know, like knowing that everyone loves a movie, you go in with these expectations of what like a really good movie looks like two people love the movie right <laughs> I'm yeah. not, not necessarily smile isn't the first movie i've ever not seen yet but I'm <laughs> like in general you know everyone loves nope and so then you go into nope and you're like oh i guess it's gonna be great and then you know maybe i just thought it was okay and then it does you can never know 
would I have enjoyed it more if I had just gone in saying like, oh, let's see what this... Well, although I was excited for Nope, but not it, a good example. I also just thought it was okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I but, saw Smile the Thursday it came out. I know. I'm so behind. This. <laughs> I'm trying to see Smile. I'm trying to see Bros. I'm mm. just behind. I think Smile was a pleasant surprise because of how oversaturated the marketing campaign was. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, they're pushing this so hard because it's going to be bad and they want to make money opening weekend so that they can just, mm-hmm. like, you know, put it away after that. And uh pleasantly yeah. surprised. It doesn't look mm-hmm. good, but no, I believe it that it's good. I'll <laughs> yeah. believe, I believe y'all. The thing is, they... They were going to release Smile straight to Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus yeah. but it tested so well with audiences that they said, we'll give it a theatrical run. Whoa. And a big marketing push to back it. The, yeah. I saw that trailer before movies that are not horror movies. Well, AMC was doing a double trailer where they were both showing the trailer for Smile and then a second trailer for Smile that was promoting the advanced screening of Smile <laughs> on September where 30th. Maybe the, where the... Where, it's like the trailer, but the trailer is in like a tinier yes. box on the screen as though... <laughs> picture in picture. Yeah, See like, smile before yeah. anyone else. And I assume, One day before yeah, anyone yes, else. Exactly. I assume that like at these advanced screenings, it's like, well, we haven't finished rendering the full high def version, so it's only going to be in a tiny box on like the screen. Like Stranger <laughs> Things Season 4 Part 2 did that, where if you watched it within the first couple of days it came out... What? Some of the VFX weren't finished, and so then, like, day three, they uploaded, <laughs> they, like, tweaked What? They, they, yeah. did they did this on purpose? Uh, I mean, they had to hit the release date, and I think they did it, so there was, like, a couple things with, like, you know, uh, the Demogorgon, uh, yeah. stuff like that, and then they then they tweaked it a little bit and mm. put it back up. That's no. why, That's like that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 game. Did yeah. you guys play that? Mm-hmm. No. Which I I pre-ordered it, and when it came out, yeah, it was just... It was a disaster. Yeah, kind of an unfinished game. I only recently played it because I had heard that it got yeah. fixed, and it's great. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Did you select your penis size in it? Right in that part of it? I didn't know you could do that. I thought you Yeah, could... well, you get two options. You get, like, uh, little penis or big penis, basically. I'm not a. I'm not. I'll say this. This is probably controversial. I'm not big on character customization. Like whatever they've shown me, I'm like, I want to play the game. I was like, I don't mess with. I find it. I agree. I find it very irritating that I have to do that at the beginning yes. of my playthrough. I'm like, and then they're like, you can't change this later. And I'm like, I don't even know what this game is like. I don't know if I want to be even boy or girl in this game. Cyberpunk lets you change it at any time. See, that's now. nice. So you can yeah. just like look in the mirror and push a button and then change it. But I'm like, it's first person. Shoot. I'm like barely. Over- <laughs> yeah. Where do I see myself? You can't. <laughs> I do get really annoyed when it gets really down to the minute details. Yeah. Of like, well, how wide do you want your cheekbones? Yeah, to right. be? It's like, I know I'm going to make, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not like, and I'm not like a phrenologist. <laughs> I don't know how to make this head look good. I right. know I'm just going to do a bad job. Right. I always mess with those controls. I look like an abomination. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have to go oh, back no. to the default. So to answer your question, I have the default penis size. The default <laughs> penis size. Okay. That's and that's that's what you would put on like any sort of dating profile. It, it, yeah. So if yeah. I were on dating, it would be like, yeah, I've got a default. Default. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I guess I'd say I have a default. Default's good, penis. right? Yeah. <laughs> what I feel like. Um, if you uh, just breathe some air out of your penis, then you'll see what your natural penis, penis is. Yeah, just breathe some air out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 
what is going on? We're we talking about penises. We're we talking about smile. <laughs> oh yeah, you. <laughs> well, so what are some of your favorite scary yeah. movies? So some of my favorite scary movies, mm-hmm. uh, the one that we're watching today, mm-hmm. my favorite scary movies, um, Hereditary. Mm. Loved Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Follows is probably at the top of my list. It I was, felt it. Sorry, Tanner, but Smile had an It Follows. Yes, vibe, it did. Right? It absolutely did. And mm-hmm. the cinematography reminded me of it and the uh, soundtrack, the score. Uh, luckily, I've not seen It Follows. Yeah. So oh, perfect, perfect. These will be retroactively become It Follows spoilers once I see Smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I'm less stressed about Actually, that. Actually, yeah. It, it Follows, The Ring, and Smile have a lot in common. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But that um, does not get me excited about Smile because I did not think the ring was very good. Well, but that, I'm saying it's you're saying <laughs> it's all with, you're saying it's all blue. It's all blue. Yes. Uh, no, I'm saying <laughs> just there are some some of the uh, you know every horror movie has rules mm-hmm. behind whatever's sure. happening. Some of the rules okay. seem very similar. Okay. Are there any horror movies that have no rules? You think? No rules or ill-defined rules. Yeah, I was going to say, no rules sounds <laughs> like a bad horror movie. Because no rules yeah. is a rule. Whereas, like, they just did a bad job telling you what the rules are. Right. It's different. What is... The Perch the definitely has, no, has rules. no rules. The Perch has no rules. <laughs> well, the Perch has one big rule, that you can do anything you want. Yeah, yeah. except you can't kill politicians. You is that kill. do they do they establish that? They don't establish that you probably can't not kill. in the first one. Oh, do they later? Is that no. yeah. my biggest gripe with the Purge franchise? And I like those movies. The first one is they introduce this wild concept mm-hmm. of what if for one night you could do anything, any crime you wanted, and then they set the movie inside yeah. a and house. And what if yeah. you stayed home on that night? Yeah, and yeah. then the, the then the following ones. Are so much better, I think, because you get to explore the whole city yeah. and see the what's best happening. one is the the first purge, the fir- which is the fourth the one, fourth right? movie, which is the the prequel, yeah, which is the one that takes place in that low income housing project, mm-hmm. and it like has a lot more like social issues and talks about like gentrification and how we treat you know low income housing. It actually had something to say, yeah. And then some of the other ones were just like I I felt like the concepts were good mm-hmm. the execution eh. and then my fiance and i always say to each other now after the trailer for the last one it played nine million times was it's the forever purge <laughs> some <laughs> cowboys say that <laughs> forever uh, so because they do become less and less a horror movie i think they become action movies like yes. the first purge i remember thinking the oh home this invasion. is just an a- yeah but the f- no, the first purge, the fourth movie. Oh yes, the first one is a horror movie because it's like your standard home invasion, the strangers right. type thing. Yeah. But the fourth one, it feels more like an action movie because they're just like on the streets shooting big machine guns and stuff. I think Strangers is actually a movie that doesn't have any rules. That's because a good, they yeah. finally say they say like, "Why are you doing this?" And they go, "You were home." Yeah. And it's like so there wasn't any reason, there wasn't any justification for it. It was like mm-hmm. we were gonna do this to yeah. somebody. You were home. Wow. Or The Exorcist, I guess, that we talked about last week. There's no reason that Reagan gets... Well, that's... I feel like... Well, I guess maybe I misunderstood what rules meant. To me, rules is like, well, Freddy can only get you while you're asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if he's attacking you while you're asleep, he can move your body around <laughs> in reality. You know, like those kind of rules. If you or die, it, yeah. If you die or, in your sleep, then you die in real life. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I guess also though what I what I was saying is that like in 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 those movies like if he is lifting you up in your dream, your body is floating mm-hmm. around your room, which is very surprising to me when I watched it. I did not expect <laughs> that he could move you around. That seems crazy to me that it works that way. Right. Um but is that the kind of rules you're talking about? You're talking about rules like this is the like the sort of code that the villain follows. It's not just a code, but I think it's here's how the villain works, mm-hmm. and then it will also be the the vehicle for his demise. Okay. So like Nightmare on Elm Street three is called the Dream Warriors, and it's a bunch of people in a mental institution, and they decide to go into their dreams like armed for battle, basically, okay. and fight Freddy from within the dream. So it's like. It's like both how it works, but then if you once you figure out the rules, it's your way of staying one step ahead of it and eventually beating it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I do want to watch Dream Warriors, but I've been trying to get Erin to watch these movies with me, but she seems to hate them. So Dream Warriors is great. I don't know why. Yeah, I, Dream Warriors is good. Um, I think maybe my f- second favorite after the first one. Yeah, first mm-hmm. one's great. Dream Warriors is great. Okay. You know, I gotta watch all these movies. <laughs> um, okay, so you love. See, I feel like 28 Days Later is verging on action movie rather Zombie than Zombie is a it's horror not, genre. So yeah, it's but like, I don't know. It also was a pioneer because it's the first movie with fast zombies. Yeah, I mean, they're okay. not they're not technically zombies because they're not dead. But, yeah. uh, but it's the first one that had them run. And then after that, lots of movies have had their own. Yeah, run, that's but, true. But that was the first one in which, because it used to be that it was like someone would get bit and then like, you know, you wouldn't find out the rules because it would take three days or they'd yeah. start a fever, get sick. This is 15 seconds. So it accelerates the timeline. So it makes everyone, everyone dangerous, which is why it spreads so quickly. Yeah. But and, it also makes it much less dangerous because like there's no, it's not like, a, you know, someone could get bit in Shaun of the Dead rules and like, well, no, they turn pretty quick. But like if it takes like a Shaun of the days, Dead, not Shaun of the Dead. What? Shaun of the Dead, not Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, in Shaun the of the Dead, not Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> um, the, and like they could get on a plane and reach America yeah, yeah, and course. spread it. But in 28 Days Later, they absolutely could You're not. talking about from a global perspective. And I'm talking like if you are in the same yeah, room, yeah, yeah. like you're going to wipe out every, like everyone's going to be wiped out so quickly because yes. you have to act so fast. Right. Yeah. The, the, uh, it's it's uh, The speed, the brutality, the, yeah. Yeah. Once you are safe with 28 Days Later zombies, once you're safe, you are safe you don't have to worry that someone's hiding it yeah but if you do get infiltrated you're all instantly dead yeah i mean someone turns 28 so weeks quick. later i don't know if either of you've seen that no, I but not. in 28 weeks later this is just the beginning so it's not spoiler but essentially the idea is that this only happened in britain and the u.s has come in to help repatriate okay. the citizens that survived so lauren london is completely quarantined because it was wiped out, but uh-huh. they're starting to, they're basically sweeping the city to looking clear for, it out neighborhood by neighborhood. Yeah, looking for big mm-hmm. signs that say hello. Looking for big signs that say hello, no. But they, <laughs> no. they like essentially have like taken over like m- big hotels and things like that. And so they are finding refugees from outside the city and they're bringing them into a safe space where they can both protect them and control the surrounding area. And then they're going out and sweeping the city. So clearing it out block by block. And okay. the idea is that they think they haven't seen one, an, effe- an infected person in six months because they all starve to death at the end of this first movie. Like you see those two dying zombies because they don't eat. All they do is run and kill. So yeah. 
Yeah. Like they have the one zombie chained up and one of the things they're testing for is yeah. how long it how takes, long for, it takes him for him to, to die. Yeah. 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 We uh, never get to know. I guess that is disappointing. I was 28 so days. Because <laughs> the, then, then after they get, go to the country, it says 28 days later again at the end of the movie, and then we see yeah. them dying. Well, what's so irritating about that part is it says 28 days later, and then we get flashes of what happened moments later. And then it's that he's having like a nightmare and wakes up, and it is 28 days later. So he's having the sort of nightmare 28 days later, but the nightmare was of what happened immediately before right. the time jump. Right, because he, he it's not like the first part of the movie where he was asleep for tw- or in a coma for 28 days. And this one, he he when he wakes up, he doesn't walk out and go like, oh, like you guys have all been hanging out for 28 yeah, yeah. days. He's, he's, around, like, yeah. he's around, he's been helping put things together because yeah. he, he doesn't just, seem surprised by any of it. But don't you... Do we not agree that that seems like a strange choice to to have on the screen say 28 days later and then the next thing you show me is something that did not happen 28 days later? Well, not the, weird. Did he I have the it, dream 28 yeah. days later? Right, he's having a, he's having a nightmare because he has a couple days nightmares of something that happened yeah. one day later. He has the nightmare that he's left behind. Everyone thinks I'm an idiot. I agree that they should have <laughs> said 28 days later after the nightmare montage. Yes. But they wanted a, the fade to black, so they put the 28 days later okay. in essentially the fade and to And this black. is nice, because oftentimes after an episode, Erin will tell me sh- things that she agrees with me on that <laughs> everyone in the moment was like, Tanner, you're stupid. And then she'd be like, I, don't I think, thought it was I smart. don't think you're stupid. I <laughs> no, just no, no, don't I'm have not. a problem with it. <laughs> I, I honestly, when the screen said 28 days later, I my, I, my brain didn't even That's register as yeah. like... Oh, now they're jumping 28 days forward. I was like, oh, that's like at the end of the movie. They yeah. show you the title. Right, say the title again. And then there's another scene, and I was like, I don't know how much later this is. Because <laughs> the they just showed me the name of the movie. This, I guess this is one scene later. Yeah. So that was a uh, technically a post-credit scene. That that's what I, I was like in my head. That's post-credit without seeing a single, right. single credit. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it should have ended with just them like flying forward in the car. Freeze frame. Yeah, freeze frame. That was fun. I didn't need the... Looked great. Them getting rest- <laughs> the freeze frame was kind of funny. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it was a first movie shot entirely on DV. Yeah, yeah it looks uh, like it. Yeah. 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 It's like uh, Star Wars Episode One, where they shot it, and it's like the original footage of Phantom Menace is at like 720p. Right. And like mm. that's... Well, so I like the look of the movie. Okay. Especially because at that time... There was a push, like, especially if you go back and watch movies from that era. So this was 2002, 1999, 2000 through 2002. There was, because digital was becoming so much more prominent, a lot of movies, like, kind of look like shit because they're not stylized or they're hyper-stylized. Like, Swordfish came out around this time. (laughs) Like, so many, when you watch them, you're like, the filters they're putting on them or anything like that. I like the graininess. I like the way that it makes it so that they were able to edit everyone out of London and clear the streets and like digitally remove that stuff because it's already artifacted. It's already like Mm -hmm. a a lower resolution picture. So it Mm -hmm. doesn't, you wouldn't look as much where it's like, if it's in HD, then you're going to be looking at every single, you know, you'd be able to see those types of things. And I just think it works for the horror element of the film. Mm. I think it looks grainier and grittier. I mean, I I guess it makes sense. I still don't... Yeah, I didn't really like this movie. I feel like I'm Tuma. Uh, but 
I don't know. I didn't. You're what? I'm Tuma. Tuma means naughty in Finnish. Um, we call Laura a Tuma Kisa, which means naughty kitty, because Erin <laughs> was taking Duolingo of Finnish and it kept giving her that prompt. Oh. <laughs> um, so we just call her Miss Tuma. It doesn't matter. But uh, no, I just didn't. I don't know. I just, I guess because we have so many high def things, it just looks just low, low quality. I mean, like I understand that like they couldn't like get their, the big cameras that they would have had to shoot with to get high def footage, like in all the spots at 4am and London, mm. like to get all the footage. Um, but I just think it looks bad. I feel like I this, know. that was an, also an intentional decision by Danny Boyle. Shoot it this way. Yeah, I think yeah. it's both. I think they like like they would have had to figure out another way to get the footage they needed if they had wanted to use, you know, like film cameras. To yeah, shoot this. I don't um, know how I would feel about the movie if I watched it now for the first time. If it was the first time I'd ever mm-hmm. seen it. I mean, yeah, it's one of I, my. I I, I I think it's kind of like a. Uh, I think it's groundbreaking for the genre, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, I think the the main criticisms that I've heard with it are pretty much the the last like thirty minutes of the movie that a lot of people think the movie like kind of grinds to a halt when they end up in the the heart of darkness yeah soldier <laughs> yeah. soldier house which I actually don't mind I thought Ray Fiennes was great I liked the idea of that Ray but Fiennes is that Ray Fiennes no it's it's Christopher Eccleston but I also oh, oh you're it was, absolutely yeah. right I also it's Doctor it was Who Ray or from the Leftovers yeah. oh my god when, was, he show, when he showed up on screen I said. That's Doctor Who. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It's doc- I, the whole time I was saying, and I was like, oh yeah, they look very similar at that mm-hmm. point in time. I love Christopher Eccleston though, so he's great. Yeah. And yeah, I guess because uh, Doctor Who was after this, so yeah, they saw him and said, oh wow. I mean, my favorite character in The Leftovers. Mm. It, is he your favorite Doctor Who? I've never watched Doctor Who. Oh, okay, never seen it. Mm. But a lot of Doctor Who's are are got Matt Smith uh, and Morbius and uh, oh. House of the Dragon. And yeah, you got still uh, Tennant in Fright Night. And Jessica Jones. And Jessica Jones. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, yeah, for the time, I wish I had seen this in 2002 because it is a groundbreaking movie, but it does suffer from that thing of now all of, the, everything in this movie is now a trope. Yes. So yeah. watching it, you're like, it, it feels kind of. And this movie set the trope for a lot of these things, but exactly. now it just but it, feels yeah, stale. it doesn't yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. undo that. Like right. I, it, yeah. I, there's no question in my mind. Fast zombies scarier than slow zombies. Yes, no doubt. And and this movie, I I was already very scared of of zombies. A zombie was like a thing that mm-hmm. I was just like, I was so I that was like my biggest fear was that you know because your family could become a zombie okay, and then yeah. it's like the people that you know are the ones that would hurt you and that really scared me i'm not scared of them now but when i was young when you i don't was care a, about your family anymore what <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, and also i you know i could take them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh yeah i was like i was because i was so scared of scary movies when i was younger and okay. the first time i ever like got it and was like oh i like scary movies was when in ninth grade a bunch of my friends and i went and saw what lies beneath in the theaters which was a very fun theater experience because there's a ton of jump scares. It was very scary. We laughed a ton, and I was like, oh, it's fun 
to be scared and watch these movies. Is that the okay. Robert Zemeckis? Robert Zemeckis, okay, yeah. the Harrison Ford, Michelle Pfeiffer one. Yeah. That is a very fun movie. Yeah, it's fun. Same thing with Signs in the theater. It was a blast to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. It's just one of those things where I really, really, especially enjoy the theater experience of scary movies. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I find it very cathartic and uh, and very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. When I we saw it, Barbarian, it was fun for Aaron to be screaming yeah oh absolutely like exciting i think uh in the movies is this <laughs> is the second best place to see a scary movie next to a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> well I, yeah i'm i mean i truly have never had a scary movie sleepover oh wow because i would have said no as a child you would have left a sleepover i would have just put my foot down you said mom pick me up i if i had been told i think if i had been told come to this sleepover we're, We're going to watch, watch a scary, scary movie. movie. I would have said no and just stayed home. Sure. When I when I was a lot younger yeah. with this movie. So this movie came out my senior year of high school, 2002. And then in 2003, when I started college, I got the DVD. And in our dorm lounge, I it was like October. And so I just put it on in the DVD player in there. And then like within the first five minutes, there were 30 people, that rules. so many people I didn't know who would come in. We all watched the movie together and it was a blast because people hadn't seen it. People were screaming, people were freaking out. And it was like so much fun to watch. Yeah. That does um, sound fun. Yeah. Because I, especially yeah. at that time, I was like the next fast zombie movie to come out was Dawn of the Dead, the remake, uh, which Zack essentially Snyder. just caught, yeah, the Zack Snyder one, which copied, 20 days later with the fast zombies. Yeah. And then after that, World War Z. <laughs> World Wars. Yeah. I did. I so There's like the Left for Dead video games. Yeah. Yeah. Fast zombies yeah. as well. This is, a, this is a bit of a tangent, but I had a very similar experience in my college dorm when like the first episode of season three of The Office aired. No one had like planned it or sent out an invite, but like the common area was just like Full of people. We were all so pumped to watch. Oh yeah, season three, episode one. Season four was uh, like that because gay season, witch hunt. The season episode, yes, the episode season. where Toby says a slur. Yes. <laughs> season and three ends with with the, the yeah. Jim asking Pam the, out, and so everyone was freaked out. And so, like when my senior year of college, when season four started which ended up being kind of like a botched, like there's great yeah. episodes in season four, but the writer strike happened. So it's like weirdly chopped up. But I remember that being a huge thing too, with everybody getting together to see if like Jim and Pam were actually together. Yeah. Fun run season four episode. Fun run. run yeah. Fun run. Yeah. And that was the first episode to feature fast Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so you could say like he invented it there. Yeah. He invented it. Now it's a trope, but yeah. <laughs> so before uh as a child you were afraid of scary movies mm-hmm. but when this wait when 28 days later came out you were scared yeah absolutely okay. and i i remember uh <laughs> we got this from a less than my friend had gotten it from a less than reputable source uh Lime wire okay, type. Okay. Uh, like, <laughs> like, he got so, it from the mob you got it yeah he he got it from the mob and uh, so we watched it just on his computer monitor. Mm-hmm. And so not only was it like, so I, yeah, I feel like that would look really good on like an old VGA monitor. Well, this so the movie thing was, cool. was is because of the fact that often when you download 
like when you downloaded like AVI files, sometimes <laughs> those were sub HD. I thought that the DV was like, I was okay. like, oh, this is like, we got a grainy file. <laughs> but I, but it still really worked on me because I think us watching it and the, it being fast was just like the the fast zombies, the idea that it spreads so fast and just the the score for this movie is really good. The mm. the in the house, uh, uh, that's the name of the song where just him walking through London with yeah. it playing. It was controversial when it came out. It got a lot of flack because of the wall in which there were a bunch of missing person put when he's walking through London yeah. mm-hmm. because that was something that was very closely linked with 9/11. Oh, and so they were acting as though it was some some somehow, and I was like, I would think that just in any disaster yeah, where there yeah. are missing people, that would be something that would happen. Yeah, also, but you know. also, nine eleven didn't happen in London. Yeah, no. yeah. Come on, guys. Well, I do. Yeah. Also, it, in England, would they call it eleven nine? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, they would. Okay, where is that mute button? Where? <laughs> they didn't have to. Deal with that with the, yeah. the, the the London subway bombing because it happened on seven sevens. Oh, <laughs> perfect. 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 Um, no, wait. Are y'all c- sitting next to each other in like chairs up against the next to the monitor, or do you turn the monitor towards a couch? I was on his. I was on. We were on his bed, so it was okay. like his bed I faced like his computer, and like there was like maybe like five or six of us watching it. Okay. And, it was one in which, like, because, like, that was the first, another big thing about it was it was the first zombie movie to get a theatrical release in, like, 20 years. Because well, after Not a Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, it became basically a straight-to-VHS genre. So even, like, Day of the Dead never got a theatrical release. Um, the George Romero like mm. third movie, yeah. and so it was like a, considered like a dead a dead genre, and then <laughs> or an undead, yeah, an yeah, undead yeah. genre, and then uh, twenty eight days later, like revitalized it because like Danny Boyle had had such success with both Train Spotting and The Beach, um, and then got this one a theatrical release, and then Dawn of the Dead, and then from there the zombie genre was considered. Right back and then eventually mm. we get was the walking dead yeah yeah everywhere absolutely everywhere. Yeah. So, zombies such a huge thing for a while yeah yeah i i am i would have loved to see this in theaters because watching it on my tv it looks bad i'm like blown up that much i can't even what it would look so well yeah maybe the it would quality look, would just be really probably just have a bigger file i feel yeah. like yeah. i feel like i maintain crt monitor maybe would be the best viewing experience Probably. Of this movie, mm-hmm. um, like Super Nintendo looks better. Yeah, yeah, or actually, you know, the best experience would be you find a camcorder on the yeah, street in a box and watch it. And on you the watch, watch it under a little screen on the, on the camcorder or through the viewfinder where it's black and white, little yeah. tiny screen. I do like that it doesn't try to do the thing of like a you know a Blair Witch or this happened like someone's filming this oh yes found footage which was another huge genre for a while yeah Yeah, they're just like it just looks shitty now i did not find this movie in this watch to be all that scary and i did but i did think the scariest part is at the 
the big house where it's going to be that they are going to rape these women. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this part is very, is very scary. But like Mm -hmm. the zombies, I don't know. It didn't, didn't do it. It felt like the moments were over so quick and not like, I don't know. It didn't linger on any of the like gore, which I feel like is scary. Like in Shaun of the Dead, the only other zombie movie, (laughs) um, you see like, they're like so strong and you see like arm like rip in half. And like, that's so scary to me. Like the limits Mm -hmm. of like human anatomy is very scary. Yeah. And I think like Shaun of the Dead basically leaned more into the, obviously because of the name too, it like leaned more into the Romero, like blood and gore type thing. But this one attempted to be a little bit more realistic because the idea was that it was a virus. Mm -hmm. And so like people would vomit, blood um which you saw where yeah, I, did, like, they, I, uh, I did think the vomit blood looked great it looked it was a great yeah, looking great. Vomit blood and then <laughs> i actually found the most shocking moment of the movie for me was when was in in jim's house when the zombies come through and they fight him off and the one guy has the cut on his arm and then naomi harris yeah she does this like butchers him. him with the machete and yeah. you're like that I'd, you know, and especially for not really having at that point, I had never even seen a zombie movie before because I wasn't watching them and like, you yeah. know, like Night of the Living Dead and all that stuff was not. I mean, zombies just were not on my radar. Mm-hmm. So watching that and seeing that moment, I was like, oh my god, this is like that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, I'm like, well, yeah, you have to. Sorry, you got it. Makes sense. It totally makes yeah. sense that's now. But at that time, room. I was like, mm. oh my god, like because it was so cold. And then I think the idea of of the the instant game over of zombies was always really scary to mm-hmm. me too that it was like one scratch one bite whatever it is it's yeah. like there's no coming back there's no like you're done yeah brendan gleason gets one drop of yeah. blood in his eyeball yeah it's game over which okay seems weird to army guys i'm like clear out this <laughs> dripping zombie from if they're even if their plan is they're hoping that like they 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 Someone's at the base. Maybe there's girls there. And they go, it's like, well, do you want them to be, so make it safe here. Why do they, Yeah. why would they leave a little trap? I mean, what are the <laughs> odds? It's right in the eyeball, but still. Yeah. The zombies at one point, even they give up, like they're chasing after them when they're <laughs> trying to fix the car, the, the tire on the car. And then they do and drive away and the zombies are running after the car for stop. like a second. And then they slow down and stop running. <laughs> Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, you don't see, like, now you would just see the zombies are just, like, machines that will keep running until you yeah. don't even see them anymore. But they're literally like, ah, we got away. Yeah. <laughs> so far. I'm like, there is more humanity to these zombies than I think yeah. in more modern depictions. That's true. It's, I guess it's more realistic. I think it's also just, like, sad when he goes to his house and his parents are dead in the bed. And, yeah. 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 So... His parents wrote him a letter that says, like, don't wake up, essentially. Uh-huh. But... Um, if he gets the letter, then he's already woken then, up. Then, yeah, I'm like, yeah, the logic didn't make sense. To well, me. I yeah. don't think they expected him to get the letter. I think it was like, you know, what you would do. Yeah, they like hadn't some even sort put a spiritual, Yeah, a spiritual, <laughs> you know, like, hey, you know, you're all we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I yeah. go in there, I see my... I see any sort of loved one like that. I'm going to cover him up. I'm not going to. He don't, did, I think. He put I the blanket like, over them. Okay. I feel Pretty like we sure. were seeing this mom's underwear for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is weird. And he goes, oh, it was kind of reminiscent of Smile. 
<laughs> you know what I'm okay, about. now I gotta see smile. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was like yeah. I, yeah, that was the mom taking off her pants to to it, it just it's, <laughs> I was like you could die, you could you could keep the pants on <laughs> or put it on a sheet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know, yeah. nobody's you know just you know. <laughs> In the off chance your son does come home, he gets yeah. this letter that doesn't make any sense. He doesn't also need to see you in your underwear. But uh, also BJ pants. It was very oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, it's okay. It was interesting to me also that they didn't <laughs> sign their names in the letter. They just pants. put X. Which <laughs> That's is their name. Well, but that implies you don't know how to write, but we know from the letter above it that one of them does. That... <laughs> <laughs> That is, that is a, that's a, <laughs> maybe they slowly were turning logic. in. I don't hate that logic. They were turning into zombies as they yeah, wrote it. Uh, well, that, that is a, it is a, um, it's a UK thing. So mm-hmm. I have friends from the UK who sign their texts X. Like it's, that means hug, like, or oh. hug and kiss. Like it means XOXO. they're hardcore. Yeah. No. Well, that means you're hardcore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Degeneration <laughs> X. The, wow. the, uh, you guys know Degeneration X? Oh, boy. It was mm-hmm. when I was a freshman in high school. That was the biggest wrestling uh, group. Okay. It was like, yeah, it was like Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin, a few. And they, they had a, it was a posse in mm-hmm. the WWE. Right. Um, See, I was only, I was only WCW. NWO uh, consumer. Got it. Um, around the, you know, around the time they became like the Wolf Pack. Yes. Remember NWO it switched to a red and black color scheme. WCW was the the king for a little bit, and then it died. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought Sting had really cool makeup. <laughs> I always hoped Sting would be wrestling. I get to look at that cool character. My uh, stepmom is a huge Sting the singer fan, and she bought a beach towel once. That had Sting on it, but it was Sting the wrestler. <laughs> and I think we still have it, but we. It's like, it's, that's really. Funny. It's just very funny to get that, and then he's on it in his full wrestling regalia, and think that this might be one of Sting's concert outfits or something. Okay, she thought Sting, Sting was like, like a David Bono, Bowie, Ziggy Stardust yeah, arrow, or yeah, or. Uh, What's the Bono one where he's like Mephisto or something? Oh, yes. I yes. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Bono played Kit Fisto? No, Bono did not play Kit Fisto. Although I do like Kit Fisto. <laughs> my least, I think my least favorite part of the movie is the that they make it a love interest. They make Naomi Harris a love interest. They, ki- they kiss at the end. Uh huh. Yeah. Because he goes back and saves them. And I think it would be more powerful if he was saving them just because he has empathy for other humans. And he doesn't want them to be harmed. I think he does. I think it's that, but it's also making it a a romantic interest adds on a layer of like, oh, he also is romantically interested in this person. Yeah, it's gross because it means that they won't have showered in some way. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Don't want to think about that. It means that his his motivations different. But are some in some sense the same as the motivations of the army? He's I don't also think horny. his motivations. I don't think his motivations are the same. My argument is is that I think what that was supposed to be saying thematically is that they will consensually re like sure. give birth to a and then but basically that that it's like oh like this is 
two people who have found each other through difficult circumstances. Obviously, they wouldn't have been yeah. brought together it, if mm-hmm. these things hadn't happened. But I don't think he was going back because he was like, I hope we get to fuck. <laughs> I think he was like, I think he's I going can't back. let this happen to he's you because going... I felt like he was just as concerned for Hannah as he was for. Maybe. I don't know. I th- he's, he's going back though. I think partially because he's maybe fallen in love with this woman, which is then that her value comes from her being a viable partner for him. Yeah. Even though, even though it's not necessarily just, you know, horniness, it's also, well, we don't know, love right? Also has and another I think that's part. probably why they shouldn't have put it in there. Yeah. Because then yeah. we can say definitively that he just wants to help them out. But yeah. I think they became his like. Yeah, I mean, it's posse. You know, it doesn't. You know, he's not like frothing at the mouth as he shows up. You know, he's not. But I don't know. It does. And it was a it character feels like journey an Alex for her Garland. because she's like, I don't yeah. need anyone. She and literally then she the, hesitates at the beginning. Then, she says, uh, she says something about. Oh, what are we going to do? Start kissing and then fucking? Yeah. Something like that. And like, but and then they, she's like, she's like, I'll leave you behind and I won't hesitate to kill you. Like, yeah. because I'm going to survive. And mm-hmm. then when he like kills that guy brutally, it looks very much like the zombies do. Yeah. Um, it's like very violent. And then when he steps out of the shadow, she brings the machete down and stops it. And he's like, you flinched or you hesitated. Yeah. And so it's mm-hmm. like, she's changed. And then when he gets shot and she gives her speech, that's like, I was wrong. I lied. I mm. do need you. And then there's a very slapsticky moment where they kiss, and the other the the child comes in, and she's like, "Ah, I'm gonna kill you." Oh, sorry. I thought he was trying to eat you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, totally. This is <laughs> totally a wild it's, shift. It's not like she's six. She yeah. Knows, she's not. She knows yeah. what a kiss is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did. I was saying this to Matt about when I realized it was written by Alex Garland, to me, all the like military guy stuff with the women reminds me of men in that it does feel like, it's like, thank goodness for Alex Garland to finally show us that men are bad. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I feel like he, maybe I'm not articulating this. I get what you're saying. He's like, 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 I don't know that you should write, that it's your place to write a scene where we see these women in this type of peril. And I don't know that it's worth showing for this. It never, Mm -hmm. I mean, luckily it didn't get like, I would think it would be a lot more exploitative if he got it to the point that it was like about to happen, you know? And then it's like, sorry, it could have been uh, much worse. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't, I don't want and that's become kind of a trope in these apocalyptic situations. I think a lot of like post-apocalyptic things have, I mean, Mad Max has a lot of that too, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, because now that there's no law, now that there's no anything like that, all in the name of like repopulation, that the only way the human race is going to survive is if people, yeah. regardless of whether or not they want to. Yeah, which is funny because the sequel 28 weeks later basically says, this was just the UK. <laughs> But that's but fine. that's what the, the so there's a whole conversation about that yeah. right because the that one soldier is like uh-huh. this didn't happen elsewhere and then he has that whole conversation where he's like he's like that's my favorite he sells the joke from the Simpsons and he's like that's my favorite joke from the Simpsons oh yeah and that's what people are doing you know in America right now is they're sitting having <laughs> dinner and watching the Simpsons <laughs> yeah <laughs> like there was something at the beginning the where he's like before the broad TV broadcast went out there was reports of cases in France and 
somewhere else. Yeah, and I think that's like I that I they probably didn't do a great job of like tying up that loop, but that felt like one of those like weird misinformation things where it was like yeah. it was Alex Jones saying it. Yeah, it was Alex <laughs> Jones saying it and and <laughs> But I also feel like at the beginning of COVID, there was like thing where they were like, I remember reading some Facebook post that was like, everyone you know and love is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it was like, and it was like, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter yeah. of when. And, you know, like not that, you know, that didn't pan out for a lot of people, but it was one of those things where I did kind of expect a 28 days later no. type situation where the power goes out. Things start <laughs> shutting down. Bandits are on the streets, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so I think that is something that happens at the beginning of a, you know, but that's the one thing about England, you know, Great Britain being an island. Scotland's. Yeah. Really, fucked, there's no but, better, yeah. almost no better place for this to have happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. thank goodness. Now, do I y'all mean, think. Other islands. Yeah. The, uh, Australia, Japan. Um, <laughs> you know, in a large enough scale. every. Places on island. Um, oh my god! <laughs> so true. That's so <laughs> really deep. God. <laughs> Hold on. Let me sit with that for a second. Um, do y'all think that the sequel to this should have been called like Thirty Six Weeks Later, and it should have been a, about they have a baby, and this because that's about nine months. <laughs> it's sure, maybe it's a spinoff. Let's spin. Yeah, uh, yeah a spinoff is Thirty Six Weeks Later. And nothing like it's just about raising a child. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. I just Light, my two lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> the foibles of parenthood. Um, and so you said you were scared of this, but what is how does being scared of a movie manifest for you? Uh, I think it's like a thing in which it's very similar to any other kind of like, like being on a roller coaster or something like that. It's incredibly thrilling. Like my adrenaline spikes. Okay. I like find myself hyper-focused. I'm waiting for the thing to happen. And then when it does, there's like a, a, you know, it's like a quick spike in adrenaline. And then the, the drop where you start laughing and you're like, (laughs) Oh my God, you know? And I think, to me, that's impact. It's like when you watch a movie that's not a scary movie, but it really affects you, and you're like, oh, I find myself completely and totally immersed in that. A good horror film will immerse me completely. Okay. Yeah. At this point in your life, are you taking a... Is a scary movie following you home? Are you, are you like, scared for the next week are you having trouble sleeping <laughs> no no okay. um, it's been a long time since i had then. since i've had nightmares of scary movies it used to be i mean after i saw 28 days later i like slept with the light on for okay, weeks yeah, and that's I, what kept, I was asking yeah i, I mean, kept thinking I didn't mean this week I mean, oh <laughs> yes but but, okay. but i but in in my you know like in my adulthood the lasting the lasting impact yeah. of scary movies is kind of dulled um i think the <laughs> most recent movie that really affected me is a movie I've seen several times. It's not a scary movie, um, but it's one of my favorite movies, which is Logan. Um, I love Logan so much. Logan is (laughs) is one of my favorite movies. (laughs) And what? (laughs) Logan's great. I liked Logan when I saw it. Yeah, it's great. I saw it on an airplane. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Well, so I watched it on an airplane back from, I I mean, not, not the first time. (laughs) <laughs> but I watched it again on an airplane when I was coming home from somewhere recently. 
And that night in my sleep, I kept having dreams that Logan was stabbing me in the eye with his claws. (laughs) And I like sat up in bed like, ah, and like screamed at my happen i was like logan stabbed me in the eye um and he's a good guy i don't know i i yeah but it's that because of this movie you have to keep calling him logan instead of wolverine wolverine <laughs> yeah no he's logan man uh yeah, he is the good guy but he is still scary looking for sure yeah he's scary yeah. And, and he's like i i could say a lot of things about that movie that i really like, <laughs> thought you could say yeah. about that guy yeah. yeah i also think scott frank is a great screenwriter mm. uh so he's good James what Mangold. else has he done? He did Queen's Gambit. Uh, he wrote Minority Report. Um, he wrote that TV show Lawless. Um, or Godless, sorry. It's the one where all the men in, in a western town are killed, so the women like basically form their own sheriff's posse to take revenge and mm. keep keep men out from doing the things mm. that the men like, want to do in this movie. <laughs> the things like that Alex triple... Garland was warnest about. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> they and form a posse like Triple H and like they they form a wrestling <laughs> posse and then they join it's a it actually merges with Glow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, more shows should merge. It's like yeah, show, yeah. shows should. that are like about to get canceled, they're like, let's take two of them and merge yeah, them just, together. Just put them yeah. together. They, Why not, yeah, like Mr. Mayor's gone, but there's other shows that take place in L.A. Why in a not, city, why not have why him not be the mayor? Have it be that <laughs> yeah, have... sometimes in uh, Grand Crew, they like go to some sort of political event and they're dead dancing. dancing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun and it would be synergy kind of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, King of Queens was technically a spinoff of Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. And so Doug Heffernan... From King of Queens, the titular Evan King, of, the Queens. Titular King okay. of Queens was a character in I, Everybody Loves Raymond. I did not know this. Yes. Yeah, I didn't and, and Ray appeared on King of Queens a couple of times after so. Raymond ended. This was I probably while okay while Raymond was not on. quite emerged. We got what we need to see, but I I don't want to speak for you, Matt. But mm-hmm. what I feel like we need is. A show where a character from another show appears on something after their show has ended. Hmm. So I and what I about, think I will allow it to be a spinoff. So it has to be after their show has ended, yeah. rather than them passing it. So like, the Punisher was a big character in Daredevil <laughs> season two, and then the Punisher show happened after Daredevil. Good point. I mm. I think that. This is one of those things where it's like you ask a question of like, has there ever been a movie where this happened? And then someone is like, well, technically every Marvel movie is that. But like, I'm excluding yeah. Marvel you movies see... because even though they might We're qualify, yeah. technically I am uninterested in that being the answer. You want to see The Mandalorian get advice from Saul Goodman? I mean, that would be, yeah, <laughs> optimally. <laughs> yeah. He would cross like, into a fantasy genre. Yeah. That would be great. But I would also just accept... So the wire, yeah, the know. the wire had something like this, except the show that would it had, it was a little bit of a merge with or a, or a cameo apparent, but it never never ends. It will never end. So there is an episode where Richard Belzer, okay, from Law and Order, playing Munch from Law and Order, is in an episode of The Wire and has a drink with. Uh, that's, McNulty. That's so that's yes. so close to what I want. If McNulty just came on Law and Order after The Wire ended, I would accept. Right, this. exactly. Mm. If they were like, "Oh, we got a new yeah 
We you got know, a new guy. There's that episode, the first episode of, I think, Hanging, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I think that they're in a, they're reusing the set from another sitcom. And I believe like the dad from that sitcom shows up and is like, hey, well, I guess we're moving out and you're moving in. It's a, we don't wish you lots of seasons of good luck or something. And that might what technically. What set today is? I feel like it's uh, Alan Thick. Is that? Oh, like uh, um, family, family ties? Family, family, I don't know. Family guy? And also, <laughs> I could be wrong about every specific. It could be a different show, but I feel like it was Hang with Mr. Cooper because I have a memory of my brother. There's a moment where Alan Thick maybe says to Mr. Cooper, maybe, uh, that he's like, you know, seven years, good luck or something. And my brother says, yeah, they were only on for two years. Uh, <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper. It was only a two-year show? Again, this is something my brother yeah, told me. Yeah, no, because it, it made it to syndication. I feel like you have to hit like... 100, right? Yeah, 98 yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you have to have four seasons. Okay. So Is that well, a hard rule? 96. Yeah, it's. I think you have to have a certain number before you can be in syndication because they need to have enough episodes to just run them continuously. Mm. Uh, Big Lake was produced... And it was had a season one was 10 episodes. And then the contract was that if they renew it, season two had to have 90 mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. But it so did they not. Get syndication. It didn't get. They did that renewed. with uh, the TV show. They did a TV show of Are We There Yet? The Ice Cube movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the TV show had, I think, season three was 48 episodes. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, I was going to say, oh. James Bond kind of has a wink like that in On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which is the George Lazenby one. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning of the movie, he does like an action scene, and then he looks like he looks at the camera and goes like, "I'd like to see the other guy do that." And he's talking about Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Or is he talking about Roger Moore? Wasn't that after? He was before Roger Moore, so he wow. was he was the first. He was right after Sean Connery, and mm. I will say that movie is awesome. Honor Majesty's Secret Service. The Lazenby one is great. And, and they played the We Have All the Time in the World, the yeah. song from that, in the newest one. Yeah. In, uh, and he'd never acted before. And he only did it once. He only did it once, but he like faked his way into becoming James Bond, which I think is an amazing. And he was great. I liked that movie yeah. a lot. And I was like, if, if it had had Sean Connery in there, it probably would be considered one of the best Bond movies ever. Wow. I don't know much about James Bond. Well, I'm telling you. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I'll watch this one where you referee. Matt and I are. References we're another schooling one. you. Yeah. With, with like, we're, we know most of the information. Yeah, it sounds like a lot <laughs> yeah. of, yeah, it sounds like a lot of information. I've always felt that Bond movies make me feel stupid because I feel like I can't, I'm not good with names. And then halfway through, they'll be like, Voltaire is back. And I'll be like, was Voltaire a character earlier or is. It's like a new yeah, guy. The guy who wrote Candide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad with names, but these people's names are like Octopussy. Yeah, I was just going to say it's like Big Dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, <don't> be... <laughs> it still is hard. Okay, to remember. Yeah, Big Dick is hard. Um, <laughs> big yeah, Dick man. is hard. You heard okay. it here first. And I just, I just feel like I actually, if you're making the movie, you should... Try and make me feel smart and not stupid. You should write it so that I feel like I'm really smart, but it's that you are holding my hand secretly the whole way. It's kind of like, like, I think 
I had questions with this movie where like there are lots of like logic leaps that have to happen. Mm-hmm. The when he first wakes up from the coma, I don't quite understand. Like I think the <laughs> how was he not dead? What? How was he not? First of all, how was he not? Who yeah, was feeding him? Second of all, I think the idea was supposed to be in a normal zombie movie, everyone would go to the hospital first, and then those hospitals become overrun. But because mm. nobody ever makes it to the hospital because it takes fifteen seconds, the hospital's deserted. But I would think that like these zombies were just going to be getting in everywhere. So you would think that there would just <laughs> be like, yeah. you know, there would still be bodies everywhere. Just not like it wouldn't be like the first episode of the walking dead with like the don't open dead inside mm. thing. And then when he goes into the church, why are the zombies sitting in the pew amongst? Cause at first, when I first watched the movie, I was like, Oh, if they're zombies and they're probably eating the people, but they don't eat. They're sitting amongst the dead bodies, and then the priest, it's almost like when he comes out and he's, like, twitching, that makes it seem like he's turning now. So I'm like, did he make it for 28 days, and then 20 seconds before yeah. he walked in? He, he was doing his yes. ritual of drinking the blood of Christ. Yes. Like, oh, no. It was zombie blood. He, thought, yeah, he yeah. thought a miracle had happened and that water had been turned yeah. into blood. I guess not a miracle, a plague. And then he was so excited when he accidentally turned himself. Also, because Killian, Killian or Cillian? Killian. It's Killian. Yeah. Killian Murphy is in the hospital. He was having what brain surgery? Because like his head, no, he got half hit. of his head is shaved. Yeah, they probably did brain. He yeah. got hit by like a oh, he did. They do say that it was yeah. a bike accident. They yeah, because yeah. he's a like a bike delivery bike messenger. Person. Yeah, bike messenger. Yeah, he's a bike delivery person. He rides bike. around. He delivers on bikes, a bike, yeah. holding another bike next to him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and off. also it's like I mean the the scene is cool. It's kind of like um, Vanilla Sky has a similar. Uh, scene where you empty out the streets of a city. Yeah, you know, like and the the op- the that's like the most expensive. Yeah, the Times Square. Yeah, yeah, and then they did it with Madrid in the Spanish version. But yeah, and this and they do it with London. And he's walking around, but I'm like, there would be dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like why are these streets devoid of people? Like yeah. you know, you would think it would just be like on a level never seen mayhem, blood, and gore. And obviously it does better from the scare, like isolation is often scarier mm-hmm. than violence, you know, yeah. like in, but from a logic perspective, it doesn't quite make sense that there wouldn't be just like viscera everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is a connection going back to James Bond, uh, cause Naomi Harris. Naomi Harris is in all the Daniel is, Craig Bond movies. Yeah. She's Money oh, Penny. Yeah. Money Penny. And there's a Batman <laughs> connection because Killian Murphy is Scarecrow. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's dark. Uh, yeah, that's how I know him. It's and there's a Harry Potter connection. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson is Mad Eye Moody. And I think we already mentioned okay. the Doctor Who connection. Yes. Yeah, we mentioned Doctor Who connection. There's also um And we do this every episode, right? <laughs> As we try and come up with connections to Doctor Who. Uh, and there's a James Pinky Blinders Bond. connection. Yeah. <laughs> there's a hundred twenty seven hours connection. Yeah. Danny Boyle. There's a, Danny Boyle. Yeah. Millions. The, yeah, the Danny Boyle movie. Aliens. Red Eye Connection. Red Eye Connection. There's a Red Eye Connection. Which this Another, movie yes. should be called Red this Eye. Is, yeah, yeah. it should be called Red Eye. That's the real Red Eye. Yeah, and what should Red Eye be called? Flight Plan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I never saw. And then Flight Plan should be. There was my an daughter era is missing of, of yeah. flight movies, like where there a bad thing happens on a plane. Snakes on a plane came Snakes out last time. I mean, it's a post 9/11 thing now. Ooh, I don't know. The there's the one movie about a really a bad thing happens on a plane. Yeah. 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 Airplane? 
Yeah. Airplane. <laughs> yeah. An old woman does an offensive voice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. World War Z has a bad thing happen on a plane. Zombies on a plane. Zombies on a plane. Oh. The, um, the, <laughs> I hear a noise. Yeah. What is that? What is that noise? Open the door, Tanner. Oh, okay. Hello? Sorry, just trying to find my natural voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I thought it was a zombie. Yeah, I thought you were, no. oh my God, my heart. I thought no, you were no, no. I'm the scientist from the beginning of the movie. Oh. oh. You're very funny, I thought. Rage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what were you doing with those monkeys? Yeah. I want to ask. Why are you oh, making them watch TV? Well, we were doing a big experiment, you see. Okay. On... Figuring out the human condition by trying to make the monkeys into humans. <laughs> you were trying to make the monkeys into humans? I do have a yeah, I do have a question about what you were doing because were you was there some sort of chemical because you were also showing them violent imagery yeah. on screens. Yeah. What's that test from a clockwork orange called? Yeah, it's like the, where you put your yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like that. Or did you have to do that, or the monkeys were happy to watch them? Also, come in, have a seat. Uh, yeah, we're doing a podcast. Oh, if you I couldn't it. bother you. No, 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 no. no. Come in. Come we, were, we were just talking about uh, twenty-eight days later. They're bored of talking to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're I bored guess. of talking to Charlie. Come sit down. I guess I could come in. Click, click, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are those hooves? Do you want Tanner to make you a spot of tea or anything? Oh. I'd love that. Would you like me to make you some tea? Yeah. Okay, does anyone else want tea? I'll make tea. Yeah. Yeah. I'd Could love I get tea. the Queen's mix? Queen's mix? The Queen's it's got a mix. bit of her ashes in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was I was gonna save those, but I guess I can give you the Queen's ashes that I got. It's funny that you have <laughs> I would think that every citizen of England should get a little bit of the Queen's ashes. They can't ashes be trusted with the ashes. Yeah. I got some to keep it out of the hands of the English citizens. They would have slurped it all up day one. <laughs> all right, so tell us, what were you doing with these dang monkeys? Yeah, what were you doing with the monkeys? All right, well, I guess I'll come clean. The whole 28 days later, that was the point of the monkeys. What? You just trying to wipe out England? We got clearance from <laughs> the EU. Britain was part of the EU at the time. Okay. Pre-Brexit, yeah. yeah. To do a island-wide experiment. And, you know, UK, it was past its prime. The Spice Girls were out. In <laughs> sync was in. <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> it had been a long time since the Beatles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Name one good British thing post-2002. You can't. Doctor Who reboot. Yeah, Doctor Who reboot. Tony Pe Blair. People like Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> he's over there. Ted Lasso's American. I know, but he's over there. <laughs> right? Does Ted Lasso count? Do you count Ted, Ted Lasso, Lasso season one. Do you like Ted Lasso, scientist? What's your name? <laughs> My name is Bonnie Frank. <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie Frank. Frank. Wow. <laughs> um, Just like uh, we had a senator. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so the experiment was supposed to play out exactly as it did, have some 
environmentally minded freaks break in, let the apes out. See, now this seems like a James Bond plot where it's like I, you, it's like revealed that like I wanted you to do that. Mm-hmm. James Bond, you thought you foiled me, Voltaire. But <laughs> Voltaire, <laughs> that's I actually my code name. Oh. oh, so you're a evil. Uh, a little bit, maybe. <laughs> well, you seem so nice. Yeah, yeah, well, at least agreeable. That's the British way. <laughs> we're known for being very nice. Oh, so you were, you were, you. We're testing these monkeys with chemicals that would turn them into bloodthirsty savages. And you said, we're going to get some granola hippies in here to let these animals from PETA to let them out. And then it's going to cause a. That was planned. The, the environmentalists were yeah, part of the plan. How do you think they found out about this lab? Yeah. I posted it on a Usenet forum. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was 2002. It was 2002. Yeah. And do you think it was a coincidence that Selena and Jim ended up together? You orchestrated that? Wait, was this whole thing about getting them together? It was a little bit of this, a little bit of that. (laughs) If you remember, Selena, she qualified in chemistry. Guess who was in the same class as her? You? You? (laughs) And Barney Frank. Whoa. (laughs) So you knew Selena. And Jim, hmm, you saw that? Stitching on his head. Uh-huh. Who do you think was the operating doctor in surgery? Hold on. What? Barney. Your doctor and a scientist? Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, that seems like. Doctor first. <laughs> doctor <laughs> first? <laughs> so your priority is doctor. Yeah. Okay. I've had lots of jobs. Have you ever seen the movie Mission Impossible? Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. I was driving the train at the end that Ethan Hunt jumps on. You're a the train one that decapitates too. John Voight? Yeah. Oh, wait, that's speed I'm thinking of. Well, wait, no, that happens to him, to John Voight, too, right? John Voight definitely gets decapitated by, uh, on the train. Then he dies. Speed is a bus. Oh, but they do get on a subway. Yeah. In Speed, it's the at the end of the movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Who, Dennis Hopper is the bad it's guy. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. And he's on top of the thing, and then he goes... Uh, like something he's like, you lose, and he goes, yeah, but I'm taller, and he pushes. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Which doesn't quite, I don't quite get. I think he's taller because now that he doesn't have a head. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a thinker. Wait, Barney, in Speed, is there a scene <laughs> where they like go to someone's house and it's rigged with explosives? Yes, that's mm-hmm. when Jeff Daniels okay. dies. Yeah. Okay. That was me too, <laughs> Barney. That was you. <laughs> yeah. So the original script for Speed took place entirely on the bus and it sat on a shelf and didn't get made for a long time and there was just one note on it that just said too much bus, (laughs) which is why they added the beginning scene which takes place in the building where they like have like a whole action scene in a building that's rigged with a bomb and then there's the ending scene with the subway because they were like, we got to get some more set pieces in here. Also, that movie was directed by Jan DeBont, who was the cinematographer for Die Hard. Yeah. Did you know that movie was directed by DP? Yes. <laughs> Barney knew. So why are you, Barney. Why, Barney, why are you here? Soldering on my next big plan. Uh-oh. Oh, no. In the, in the United States? Yeah. Wait a minute. Did you do COVID? Yeah, did you do COVID? Maybe. <laughs> oh, Barney. Come. Barney, you have to tell us if you did. 
all right, I did COVID. Barney. But that's not why I'm here. Why are you here? Well, getting Jim and Selena together made me realize I'm maybe what I want to be is a matchmaker. Okay. Did oh. you do Jim and Pam too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also did Jim and Pam. Yeah. <laughs> you love Jims. I love Jims. What can I say? You are I'm very a- fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I came here and I'm uh, a producer on The Bachelorette. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> uh, are you trying to recruit us to be on The Bachelorette? Yeah. yeah. I've been walking around the neighborhood just sniffing out to see if I can smell any men nearby. Okay. <laughs> well, we're all we're all taken, but I think we'd all love to compete against each other to be on Bachelorette. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah sure. Increase was my your, social media currency. Is that your plan? Uh, it could be. <laughs> I mean, really, just my life right now is kind of the opposite of the men in the army men in the mansion at the end of the 28 days later, in that I need men. Okay. I'm in a house surrounded by women. <laughs> okay. And Wait, that's not how the bachelorette works. To have sex with. Because all they do is be shopping. Oh. <laughs> oh no. They be shopping oh, no. and shopping. Women be shopping. Uh, Going okay, to so so if I can just try yeah, at the Tesco and the Sainsbury's. So okay, so my wife comes home, so many packets of crisps, <laughs> so many biscuits. Brother, you're telling me so many uh, Kinder toys, or that <laughs> that's German. That's <laughs> German. Okay. She okay. comes home. Your trajectory is you did you wiped out all of England. Well, before that, I drove a train. Before that, you drove a train, <laughs> right? You drove a train, and then in Mission Impossible, and then <laughs> and then you did, then you did, you wiped out England. Then I took my A level. Except there are still Tesco's and Sainsburys because your wife buys a lot of crisps. <laughs> and then you did COVID, and then now you're producing the Bachelor. <laughs> This is a little bit like a James Bond movie. Yeah. I, never, I do anything yeah. stupid. I feel like you're getting like a little bit more benign, but a little more insidious. I realized that the real danger is not disease. It's not rage. It's American complacency. It's sitting at home, watching drivel on the telly, eating your potato chips. <laughs> Drinking your Jim Bean. <laughs> Jim Bean. Jim Bean. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's what it's called in England. It's named after Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Potato <laughs> chips and Jim Bean. <laughs> so this is, I realized I had been going about it all wrong. With the apes, we gave them a chemical, mm-hmm. but all we needed to give them was the television. It's oh. an infection. And you had the television there, too. I had the TV there. What was and I you... thinking? Oh. So now you're producing The Bachelorette. Yeah. As a way to zombify the nation. Yes. Do you, I... do you work on any other shows? Um, Some pilots. Oh, <laughs> nothing getting picked up? Anything we would have seen? Um, I worked on a pilot in 2013. It's hard. 
Nicholas Braun and Christopher Mintz-Ploss. <laughs> oh, no. And we shot several no. episodes, but unfortunately the creator committed suicide and it was never released. Oh. But imagine what career what? trajectories. What TV show is that? <laughs> <laughs> the creator committed suicide. That's awful. And I, Terrible. That's so interesting that you worked on that. Did uh, you make the yeah, Barney, because... It, my wife and I were just recently talking about that show because she found that Christopher Mintz-Ploss is now in a band with like someone that she knew. I don't know. But then thinking of this the show, the TV work. show was called Friend Me, and it was about people who work at Groupon. <laughs> that would have been a hit. Yeah, Friend Me. The director was <laughs> Pamela Fryman, who directed all the episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Uh huh. And just imagine if Nicholas Braun had come to American prominence not in succession as the tall cousin. Greg. 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 But as, I'm sorry, I don't like to say Greg because you don't, in England, you don't say Greg because if you say it three times, it summons old Greg. (laughs) (laughs) From the mighty bush. (laughs) From the mighty bush. Uh, Do you know old Greg? He's our candy man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nicholas he Braun things like was also eggs. in a decom. In was on what? Disney he Channel was in a Disney movie. Channel original movie called The Minutemen. Uh <laughs> it's about uh it's, it's about called, guys that come in one minute. It's yeah. <laughs> Disney Channel oh, went X for a little while. I know you're joking, but I tried to pitch that show to Disney. Oh. <laughs> And when you say Disney Channel went X, you mean that they were British and sent someone a text message? Yes, okay. exactly. No, but they go, they go, it's about these guys, they're, they're losers at high school, but they're really good at science, and so they invent a time machine so they can go back, like, ten minutes whenever they need to to correct mistakes and change the trajectory of their entire high school. But they eventually... Other entire high school. High school career. They and they event but they eventually end up opening a wormhole that threatens to destroy the entire world. So I have to put everything back. This sounds pretty good. Of course. I wish DCOMs were watchable, but on Disney Plus they're all cropped to be sixteen that by one nine. Was probably shot in sixteen by nine. Oh maybe. <laughs> mm, it was like it was like two thousand five. So I feel like if that had happened at my high school, it was a bit spread out, you know. So I would have spent the whole 10 minutes just running back from the machine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you would have to you have to get to the machine. It wasn't portable. Then you're spending all your time trying to lure your crush next to this machine. Did you guys ever see that Nicolas Cage movie next? Yeah, he has two minute foresight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's based on a Philip K. Dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very funny that he I watched that on the plane too. Two minutes in the future. Two minutes. Not the best. Yeah. He's like, he's oh, like, these logs are going to roll together. Yeah. <laughs> it's very silly. He's like, he's like don't, don't go f- around this corner. Wait yeah. a couple of seconds. Avoid the logs. Then they go. Yeah. My my girlfriend was standing behind Nicholas Braun at a bar once, and she said he farted. <laughs> it smelled bad. She said he farted and it walked away with his drinks. He's human. That makes me like him more. <laughs> Wow. Got smelly farts. And every time y'all say Nicholas Braun, I think you're going to say Nicholas Brendan, who played Xander on Buffy. And that's just been 
pretty distracting for me during this conversation is that I think you keep thinking it's going to be about Nicholas Brendan. Mm-hmm. Also in a time travel movie. Um, yeah. Coherence. Um, also, mm-hmm. he does cameos and like, at least when I looked up his cameos, they were like really long. He's doing like eight minute cameos. And it's eight like, minutes is a long cameo. That's a Yikes. long cameo. There's no way, like, you know, you, you get someone a cameo and it's like, after like 30 seconds, you're like, this is... The novelty. Is, this is enough. It's yeah. Just, it's mm-hmm. just... I just wanted to feel control and make you do something. I didn't want... Though you... my my uh, fiancé for her birthday got one from Core from um, the rehearsal, the first episode. Oh. And he did... That's his name, right? Core, the, the, the guy that he does the rehearsal on. Yeah. I know. And he did the cameo from a Target. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he, uh, it was very nice because the person who submitted it said that my fiance loved um, trivia, which she does not, but because he's a trivia and he's like, oh, it sounds like you like trivia. He's like, he's like, well, if you ever make it out to the alligator lounge, the real alligator lounge, uh, then I'm doing a meet and greet this Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> so, not this, he had plugs a few weeks ago, but he had plugs. Out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she loved it. But yes, he was sitting at the like um, snack area in the. Target. Okay. <laughs> it is like it is. There is something about cameos that is that like bleak window into this thing that this person's doing, where mm-hmm. it's so low effort because they just do it wherever they are. They knock it out, and then it's also like kind of sad because the amount of money. Or lack thereof that these people charge for the cameo. The cricket got so loud. I know the cricket's really loud. Yeah, there's, I, yeah. there's a there's a cricket. It's like trapped. It's somewhere like behind Wait, our who's, fridge. Who's talking right now? <laughs> Barney. Barney. <laughs> Barney, you're doing Barney. I, voice cricket again. means something different in English. Yeah, there's the cricket sp- here. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the sport. Better get your bat. Yeah, there's a. Barney, there's uh there's a cricket that lives with my wife and I now and we hate it, but we don't It's the loudest cricket I think I've ever heard. Well it's because so it's loud. in the house. It's not like usually a cricket is outside through a window, but this one Not Jiminy Cricket. Come on in. Oh, Jim. <laughs> oh did you, you, did you get him Jiminy, a girlfriend? Did you hook Jiminy Cricket up with somebody? Yeah. The blue fairy. <laughs> That's Who's the disgusting. blue fairy? Blue fairy is one who makes Pinocchio the real boy. Oh. And she's like, don't lie, your nose gets big. But a very integral part of the Pinocchio. That's disgusting. I I hooked him up with a bed bug. <laughs> oh, that's better. Bed bug. <laughs> bed bug is what you call a slut in the bug world. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So Jimmy Cricket hooked up with a just a British slut. <laughs> <laughs> How did you make and that happen? And not the blue fairy, which would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> be disgusting. Uh, I hooked them up. Uh, you know, just had them go out and get martinis, and <laughs> they hit it off. The martinis aren't a, a strictly American <laughs> thing. Yeah, James Bond James likes Bond. martinis. He's not American. <laughs> James Bond. He's like the most British yeah. person I could think of. I guess that's true. But when Barney asked, I was like. 
What's Bond's deal? But yeah, he works there. He works in England. It's not, but it's not, he's not like Ted Lasso. He's not undercover. No, no, he's, he's in, he's in yeah. MI6, which is, which sounds like Mission Impossible. Yeah. Mission Impossible is, is our, that's Ethan our Hunt. James Bond. Oh, in England, we called MI6, 6MI. <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> um, Wait, so so Ethan Hunt is our James Bond. James Bond, yeah. I uh, mis- the Mission Impossible TV show was I think our oh. attempt to have a James Bond type cuz they they fulfill yeah similar ex- What about Jason Bourne? Who's James Bond is he? He just came later. He's just a yeah. guy. He's Robert Ludlum's uh he's his like cash cow. He has like every Robert Ludlum book is three names. It's the something something. So it's like the Andromeda Legacy, the 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 Phoenix Connection, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Born Identity. The so what about Chuck? Chuck is our James Bond. Chuck is sure. our James Bond. Chuck is our, Chuck is our Shazam. He is our Shazam. Shazam. He's our Shazam. <laughs> right, Zach. That's the same same guy. Yeah. Zachary Levi. Yeah, no, Zachary I watched Levi. Shazam on a plane. See, I've, I've never been on a seen plane Shazam. Too. And you watched the movie. And now Shazam Two's coming out. Really? Yeah, and it's now now Shazam has more kids that are also Shazammed. Oh, do you guys have Shazam in England? Yeah, we call him Zammy. Sammy. <laughs> Zammy. <laughs> like I the heard character from Enemy Mine. Zammy's. Yeah, Zammy's all five. Well, what do you use to find out what song's playing? Well, the only songs that are ever playing are the Beatles and Spice Girls. Uh, all stuff that was popular before 2002, <laughs> 2002, before NSYNC became popular. Well, if you remember in the 28 Days Later, Selena remarks that you're never going to listen to any music that wasn't already recorded. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I was like, that's kind of nice. You could catch up on everything. Yeah. You really could. Yeah, you could binge. I'll finally yeah. get to watch Treme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so many, There's too so much. many things. That are, There's too, too much. Too much content. And that's all part of the plan. And of oh, course, you're making of content. course, there's a government. They're in a so, bunker somewhere. Do you want one of us to be on the Bachelorette? Yeah, yeah. How are you going to pick one of us? Um. Well, who I'm is go- the Bachelorette? Um. Her name is Margie Frumpman. <laughs> Margie, Margie Frumpman? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds okay. like a British bachelor. Usually they pick a contestant who is on The Bachelor, but they're going with someone well, named Margie Well, also you Frump- said that the house is full of women. Yeah, that's The Bachelor. That's The that's the Bachelor. There's lots of women. Why are you trying to bring us in? I think she's just talking about her living situation. <laughs> <laughs> her? I don't think it can... Yeah, or his living situation. Barney... Barney is living with a bunch of women, but it has nothing to do with the Bachelorette. Yeah, my damn wife is has all her friends over. They're having a hen party. They're having a hen party. Eating crisps, having takeaways. Oh, here we call a hen party a Chick-fil-A party. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, because you guys over there, Chick-fil-A is called hen. <laughs> yeah, it's just called hen, and it still doesn't support yeah, gay marriage. I was curious, 
But no, but you can say the slur over there because it means oh, cigarette. Oh, cigarette, yeah. Oh. But there is a lot of good stuff on TV. I think that's not poisoning. Yeah. Uh, it's like Los Spookies I really love. And it's a great show. Los Spookies is great. No, it's poison. <laughs> what? I was a producer. You were a producer <laughs> on Los Spookies? See. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that why it took so long to get a season two? Yeah, I was busy... I was busy on uh, some other projects at the time. What are some other shows that you like? I mean, the new Lord of the Rings, I think, sucks. Did you have anything to do with that? You were going to? No, that was one of the few shows that sprung up naturally. (laughs) Okay. Were you the one? Did you cast Shane Gillis on (laughs) SNL and and then revoke it? I fought for him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 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 I don't know. What are some good shows on? I don't even know. I watched the first episode of Andor. I thought that was bad, too. Um, I love The Patient. Yeah, The, <laughs> the patient. patient. I've been watching The Patient. Yeah. Um, I've I've pretty much lost my patience with that thing. Yeah, I, it is one in which I'm like, okay, something should happen in this show, and stuff does not happen. No. Oh. Well, uh, I, just, I just watch it because my friend, a friend of a friend is on it. Domino Gleason. <laughs> no. Jim's friend, Jim's friend, Michael Scott. Um, yeah, I've been watching House of the Dragon. Oh, are you responsible for that? Yeah. Wait, didn't you just say you weren't? No, No, that was was the Lord of the Rings show. Oh, yeah, I forgot that those are different shows. (laughs) But I guess you're all not seeing the bigger picture here. Okay, wait a second. What's going on here? Wait, are you really British? What? What are what? What do you think? What do you think I am? She's Australian. What? What are you on about? You taking the piss? I'm Danny Boyle. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? How did we not know? You look exactly like Danny Boyle. Now that I see it. Wow. Hi, Dan. Hi. Danny, what's up, man? I, the movie is a way for people to get infected. Are we infected because we watched it? Yes. Danny's also pretty. pretty. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, but Danny Boyle, Danny Boyle does like the Christian Bale thing where if he's doing, if Christian Bale is doing press for a In movie. In the where, U.S., okay. Yeah, he does an American accent on the press. So Danny Boyle is that that's what you're doing right now, right? Yes. <laughs> and your Danny Boyle voice is Danny Boyle. <laughs> I assume I'm assume Danny breathed in and out, and that's the voice that came. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, so what is the bigger picture? What's your end goal here, Danny? Yeah. Humanity's a sickness. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Wipe it out. Wipe out humanity. Wow. That I've kind of is a theme in your because uh, sunshine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that why you make such bad movies? Yeah. Why do you make bad movies, Danny? To punish people. Okay. Oh. Me and Christopher Nolan have teamed up. <laughs> <laughs> Just make absolute dreck. Mm-hmm. And we're fighting against the heroes of cinema: Michael Haneke, <laughs> Lynn Ramsey, and others. <laughs> We're the last bastions well, of hope for real art. This is exciting. It's been a few episodes since Lynn Ramsey came up on the pod, so that's exciting to hear. 
Do you? Yeah. You're, that's uh, you were never really here. We need to talk about Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Rat catcher. More worm caller. <laughs> Seems like you're a fan, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, you, why do you? Why do you want real art to stop? What's happening? It's all about control. <laughs> that's all. Shit. What do you think of the MCU? I love it. Okay. Oh, What's yeah. your favorite MCU movie, Danny Boyle? I love the the second. <laughs> who's who's the Nordic god? Thor. <laughs> Thor. You like the dark territory or whatever it's called? <laughs> dark dark territory. Territory. <laughs> you like Thor the dark movie? Yeah. Okay. Not Ragnarok. No. Okay. Where does James Cameron fall? Is he evil? Is he good? Did I see Avatar 2? He's he's not evil, but he's just a stupid man. <laughs> Why is he stupid? Have you seen his movies? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Terminator 2, Aliens. The Abyss. What? <laughs> the, the Abyss. Abyss. Lay Miz, yeah. I thought you said. Strange Days, the screenplay. Yeah, but uh, Catherine... Um, Bigelow. Bigelow directed that. She's great. Is she? Is she great? Yeah. She's actually part of the I cabal. thought Point Break Point Break's great. Point Break's great. Point Hurt Break Locker's is good, great. but it's a way to lure you in to watch the I rest Detroit of her filmography. I heard Detroit was kind of miserable. I didn't watch that. Detroit, yeah. K-19, The Widowmaker. K-19, The Widowmaker. <laughs> the Weight sure. of Water. The Weight of Water. Blue Steel is great. Another way to lure good. you in yeah. so that you go down the path where... You're gonna watch. Or you force yourself to watch Weight is, of Water that you have to rent from a video store. I haven't seen Weight of Water. Was is it about how heavy water is? It's about if uh, only. <laughs> Sean Penn and his uh, in an estranged marriage on it a is... boat while his wife has visions of a murder that took place on a East Coast island in the 1400s. I think we did. I thought. No, I don't need to see that. I think we brought this up on the pod already, but it is weird that Catherine Bigelow did a movie called The Weight of Water and Avatar 2 is called The Way of Water. And then The Shape of Water. Well, wait, Guillermo del Toro was. They were in a ruffle? Yeah. It's all a sign. The connections are there. Avatar, the way. Yeah, The Way of Water. Yeah. yeah, they're all part of the cabal with me. And there was the water people in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay, there's a, the the fire. Shyamalan directed that, and he did. Is M Night Shyamalan? He did Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water. <laughs> Wait, is M is M Night Shyamalan part of the? He's just a stupid benign. Okay, so <laughs> it seems like there's three categories. He's there's like good. actual <laughs> artists, which is like Lynn Ramsey. Then there's stupid, <laughs> benign, <laughs> which is M. Night Shyamalan and James Cameron. And then there's like you, part of the evil cabal, which is you, Danny Boyle, and Christopher Nolan. No, this is Danny Boyle. This is That's Danny what I said. You, 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 comma, comma, Danny, Danny Boyle, Boyle not comma. you, separate from Danny Boyle. Okay, wait, hold on. Because I feel like... Where does Kevin Smith land? He's, Red state. He's <laughs> he's chaotic neutral. Chaotic okay. neutral. <laughs> we never expected cop him. out. Yeah, cop out. we did yeah. not see clerks coming, yeah. let alone clerks three. Three, yeah. 
Did you see Clerks 3, Danny Boyle? Of course. Yeah. I don't even own a home anymore. I just go in the <laughs> cinema. <laughs> but you only watch bad, like, movie. you want bad movies. I'm not watching the movies. I'm watching the audience. To see how... Oh. If the, watching they, the infection take The infection place. take hold, yeah. Okay. Is there anything we could do to stop the infection? Oh, yeah. Should we try and stop you? Besides just, like, showing up to... Good movies to see well, Lynn Ramsey. Uh, which this, yeah, <laughs> don't no, I, I gotta don't assume... steal the sunglasses I'm wearing. <laughs> no, don't steal the sunglasses. You're wearing special sunglasses. Yeah, they, are they, Is it like they live? Maybe, maybe John Carpenter's another one of the true artists. Okay. Oh yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah, I mean he doesn't make movies anymore. Yeah, assume... well, he's an artist at playing the Xbox. <laughs> 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 He's an artist at playing the Xbox. Uh, well, okay, I'll do my part. I won't go see any more Marvel movies. I could do that. I feel like we should just kill Danny Boyle. No, oh. what? Because I want to go see Marvel movies still. Do we think Danny Boyle is it makes bad movies? I think he. I don't like to. I usually don't like to be negative on this podcast, and I already said I didn't like Andor and Lord of the Rings, but. <laughs> Uh, so too much negativity already, but okay. I do think Danny Boyle is a bad director. I would say. I agree. <laughs> I like you agree. You are eight days later. I do. Love, I do. I did and enjoy I like yeah. Millions. Do you like Slumdog Millionaire? When I I saw it one time it's in based theaters. Based on a dream I had about an Indian boy. <laughs> Slumdog Millionaire. When I saw it when Ooh. I was twenty, twenty two, twenty three, I liked it. But since then. I have heard that it is bad. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those movies that when you watch it, when you watch it, when it Who first came out. Who told you it's bad? What? Who told you it's bad? It just the seems resistance? to be, it's because it's like. <laughs> Did Lynn say that to you? Resistance. Danny, you just agreed when I said you're a bad director. Well, I know that, but it's not supposed to get out. No, it was, uh, right. it was Alyssa Milano <laughs> told me <laughs> and uh, Bette Midler and just no. like. Yeah, the blue check liberals are uh, no. what? Yeah, they're the resistance because they they now that Trump's not in office anymore, they need something to do. So now well, they're going after you guys. We're clearly winning. Coda won Best Picture. Oh, <laughs> that was you. Yeah, who do you think the Academy voters are? You yeah. and Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I think Danny. I think Danny Boyle. Usually, a move. Danny Boyle movie. Like I always think of the Steve Jobs movie, which I think is like a good. I liked Steve Jobs Sorkin script, and I think it's before Sorkin became like what he is now, which is insufferable. Right, it's more mm-hmm. social networky. But Sorkin, wh- he goes to the meetings. Yeah, he's, he's part definitely of the, showing up. Yeah, of well, he's there, but he's just walking <laughs> over, <around laughs> yeah, trying to get everyone to walk with him. But watching, you this, know what? Like, now that to interrupt you, uh-huh. now that you've talked about this time machine, he's always walking away and trying to get us to come with him about ten minutes <laughs> from wherever we are. Uh-huh. You think maybe? You think maybe that uh, Aaron Sorkin has the time machine from the Disney Channel original movie Minutemen? <laughs> no, Aaron Sorkin. Stranger wrote the things have happened to Steve Jobs. And on an Apple computer, the backup system is called Time Machine. Whoa. <gasps> so he's got a Mac G3 processor. <laughs> but I think, like, if that movie was directed. Unfortunately, I have a Dell. If the Steve Jobs movie was directed by anybody, if it was directed by, like, David Fincher, 
I would. He's one I of think us. it'd be a much better movie. I think Danny Boyle's distracting at best. I mean, I can't think of the last the last Danny Boyle. I mean, obviously, I watched this for this podcast, but I I didn't watch Train Spotting two. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch. I mean, Train Spotting is a miserable movie. I yeah, uh, not a fan. Yeah, um, I think, but I did like. Great. I liked Millions when I saw it. I yeah, that was a different British Christmas movie. Yeah, it's about the little boy on the DVD cover <laughs> with money falling down. Yes, and and <laughs> it is a magical world in which. The UK switches to the Euro. You said it's a different British Christmas movie, uh, and the other one being a Christmas Carol. Uh, <laughs> Love Actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's of course Love yeah, Actually. And a, is the, a Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. The the Christmas the original Christmas movie. So you you all are not watching my newest movies. You gotta yeah, yeah you gotta come up with something that I that I enjoy. One called like Trance, which. Oh yeah, trance. I didn't even well, actually, see that. This, <laughs> this brings us to a good thing. Maybe we could do. Maybe we should do plugs. Uh, Dan, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Danny, yeah. plug what you got coming out next. Um, well, I'm working on the Bachelorette. Uh-huh. Um, and Danny I... Boyle's the Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be so many cuts. Yeah. Um, I just really want to plug Clerks Three. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most potent medicine for well wait a minute he's actually chaotic <laughs> neutral but by accident he's made the most potent medicine out there is rosario Dude. back yeah yeah i mean i did watch the jay and silent bob reboot and i'll say it here first i didn't hate it i didn't watch it i think it. it's t- really bad but i was like you know what fine i thought Clerks 2 was one of the worst oh, films I've ever Clerks seen in my atrocious. entire life. Yeah. This, yeah. Horrible, horrible movie. Sorry. Apologies to Kevin Smith. I know he's a listener. Yeah. yeah. He's a, um, he's but a, when I was a kid, I, I, you know, I was like, I drank the Kool-Aid. I, mm-hmm. It was cool to like Kevin Smith movies because they yeah. felt indie. So it was like Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, Jane mm-hmm. Silent Bob Strike Back, Dogma. Oh my God, Dogma. And then the fatal... The fatal blow in Kevin Smith's career is chasing Amy, not getting nominated for Best Original Screenplay, which it was shortlisted for. And if it had been nominated, his career would be a lot different, I think. And humanity would be a lot different. Yeah. COVID wouldn't have happened. No. No way. Though I would have been too busy tearing up at a man trying to turn a gay woman straight so he can (laughs) fuck her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there wow. any uh, improv shows you want to plug? Don't like improv. Too much okay. chaos. <laughs> too much uh-huh. chaos. Okay. But you like Kevin Smith, who's chaotic. Well, just this once. Just this just one. Just this one. She likes. Okay. Him. And she likes. Oh, only what? Clerks Three is chaotic neutral, but Kevin Smith is not. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about what's the one? Yoga hosers or something? What's the... Yoga hosers, yeah, with yoga. his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. Yeah, do you like that one? I mean, I am a big fan of Harley Quinn Smith. <laughs> I loved her in Cruel, Cruel Summer. Summer. Harley Quinn Smith. That's right. <laughs> Zach and Miri make a porno? That was him. Um, I just... That one was very accurate to what filmmaking is like. So I actually enjoyed a little of that when I was you know, skulking around the theater, watching the audience get infected. I turned and 
had a couple chuckles, you know, seeing uh, Elizabeth Banks in her granny panties. And <laughs> seeing, <laughs> Yuck. Seeing that video clip of her, the two uh, boys filmed of her underwear going viral. Uh, who cannot laugh watching that? If I, you know, and I tried to do the same thing to my wife. <laughs> Film her while she's eating her crisps. <laughs> Because <laughs> like all British women, she wears no pants around the house. Okay. Oh, I didn't know Drink, this. Eating crisps and drinking Jim Bean. <laughs> also, I do want to clarify. I don't think Chasing Amy should have been nominated for it. I'm just saying it was shortlisted, and I think Kevin Smith, it would have went to his head if it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. And then he, in Dogma, he attacks Paul Thomas Anderson. They had a little mm. beef oh. in the 90s. PTA, he's... <laughs> Wait, what is Paul Thomas Anderson? Obviously, he's one of the archangels of the good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Charlie, what are your plugs? <laughs> and Lorne Michaels tried to take him down by uh, sicking Maya Rudolph <laughs> on him, but he turned her to the good side. Whoa. Whoa. Lorne Michaels actually is Dr. Evil. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is... Dr. Evil is Mike Myers doing Dana Carvey's impression of Lauren Michaels. This is true. This Dana Carvey was really mad that Lauren Michaels. Wow, talking about that, the Minutemen. Mike Myers stole his impression. The Minutemen caused wow. a wormhole, but I feel like you just caused one right there. <laughs> yeah, that honestly makes so much sense. Dr. Yeah. Evil does sound like Lauren Michaels. It sounds exactly yeah. like Lauren Michaels. And. Mike Myers always said that it was his impression of Lauren Michaels. And then Dana Carvey was like, no, I did that impression. And Mike Myers copied it. Wow. So it's not an impression of Lauren Michaels. It is a copy of an impression yeah. of Lauren Michaels, wow. which is even weirder. Wow, the simulacra. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about Mike Myers? We're mad at him because his latest special is too. His latest TV show is too close to what we're up to. <laughs> oh, the what's the the triumvirate? The pentaverate about a secret cabal of people who actually run society. Oh. Hello, he was making that as a you know a bit of a temper tantrum because chasing Amy wasn't nominated. For <laughs> he was mad about that. <laughs> He's still mad about it. He's also in a movie that's, is he, is he in Amsterdam? Oh, I think he might be, yeah. yeah. Sure, I believe he's reprising his character from the Gong Show. I'm sure you love <laughs> David O. Russell. Yeah. I love David O. Russell. <laughs> I was a little wary when he made Spanking the Monkey. I was like, is this going to be, you know, one of these new 90s uh, Sundance filmmakers coming out? But don't worry. Oh, sex lies and videotape type thing. Or, yeah, yeah, like a Soderbergh. Soderbergh, yeah. Type thing. But don't worry, he's he's just fit right where we want him. <laughs> I heard Soderbergh. What do you think of him? You know, he's like he's the the angel of the good, if anybody. I feel right? like yeah. Soderbergh well, is all the over the type place. of person that will make he's a any deal type with of us. movie and he'll do a good job. Yeah. At it. He's a deal with us where he does one for us, one for yeah. him. Uh, <laughs> he makes movies on iPhones sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything to plug, Charlie? Yeah, uh, the, um, I have a podcast with Zach Olson, who's been an, uh, who also came to a scary movie sleepover. Uh, <laughs> it's called Baywatch Watch. Oh, um, I love Baywatch. Yeah? yeah, you should come. 
Danny, you gotta come on. You gotta come on Baywatch. Uh, but Baywatch Watch is great. I just was on it recently. Yeah, you were absolutely so much fun. Yeah, we had a blast. Yeah, I like Baywatch Watch. On. Yeah. I listened to Baywatch Watch. And uh, and <laughs> did you listen to my up? Yeah, Aaron Smith, who was here earlier, yeah, she was on. <laughs> oh, Tanner's wife. Tanner's Tanner's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Tanner, as people call her. Um, um, yeah, sorry I insulted your movies, Danny. You know, any artists out there making stuff, I respect. So, yeah, man, you're just a scrappy little, you're a little scrappy is, little filmmaker, Danny. Little Keep at it. Um, yeah, gets better every time. Well, it, I gotta go uh, catch a screening of BJ Novak's Vengeance. <laughs> you're gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'd love to talk about vengeance. (laughs) Bye. Bye.